welcome to Driven for Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you the tips, tools, and resources so that you can discover your purpose, reignite your passion, and fully step into your power. I'm your host, Amanda Bickham, holistic health and mindfulness coach, and I'll be guiding you every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. tuning in for giving us your time and your space. Today's actually a really exciting day for those of you who've been following the journey. I've been in Sicily, but I wound up in a little bit of a ghetto in Sicily somehow. Beautiful place on the inside, not so beautiful on the outside. And so I'm getting ready to leave. We're going over to a new place in Sicily, which is a really beautiful old town actually and we're staying in this really uh, amazing old rock kind of apartment those of you who follow me on social you'll be able to see it I'll do some videos on it but anyways um, as we're packing up here we're talking about open relationships we're talking about sovereignty I'm sitting here again with Sprout you guys may have listened to our last episode on ejaculation choice and we were talking about you know, safety and security in relationships and how we have this old paradigm of uh, marriage, contracts, boyfriend, girlfriend, and all of these labels and all of these roles which create a false sense of security. It's like, oh, well, if you're my boyfriend, then I know the role you play. I know how you're supposed to show up. I can feel safe because I'm your girlfriend and we're each other's. And the problem with that or the marriage dynamic or the challenge, let's say, I actually think it's a problem more than a challenge, is that oftentimes we, we rely on these labels or these roles that we fixate to these labels and we think that everyone is going to follow and, and follow suit to what we believe how they should show up in life. And so what also happens is not only is the person who's fitting the role, if they're starting to feel as though they no longer want to play in that role or that box, they start to feel like they're trapped and compressed and this is how cheating and infidelity and all of these things happen because their true desires or what they really seek aren't able to be met in the role that they're supposed to be playing. And so Sprout and I were sitting here having a conversation about open relationships and some of our biggest fears in open relating. Um, I expressed my biggest fear being that I feel like um, less people are willing or have done enough self-work to lean in fully into a relationship with someone with no boundaries, no labels, no attachments. Um, and Sprout was sharing his beautiful fear around open relationships and when he first started diving into it and one of the things he said which is what inspired this podcast is if I'm going to be dating powerful and fucking powerful god empowered goddesses who can fuck anyone they want why the fuck are they going to want to fuck me and so this kind of gave you this edge to lean into and I think your fear is very valid like I think there's a lot of men who have a similar fear regardless of what relationship style they're in. So I'm really interested in opening up this, this can of worms with you 
And I know this is kind of a lot to bring you in on, and this is very impromptu. So I invite you just to feel into it a minute. And um, yeah, whenever you feel inspired to dive deeper into that idea of maybe where you've been or, or what, what made you lean in and, and what did you do in order to solve that fear? Because I think it's a very valid fear. Thank you, Amanda. I love what you're saying. Um, when I, yeah, this piece around sovereignty and being met with no rules and no agreements. I've been playing with no rules and no agreements for, yeah, it's pretty much been 10 years. And uh, I learned a lot in that journey. And I, what specifically got me here was as I looked through the frameworks of different non-traditional relationship styles, because I was in a monogamous relationship for nine years, and things weren't working. So then I had to look outside of that box. And when I opened up the rabbit hole, it just got deeper. And I started seeing people teaching certain things in op the open relationship field, like the way it needed to be. Like you got, if you're gonna be in an open relationship, you gotta have this box and this box and this box. You need to create this structure. And I was like, well, what's outside of that structure? And then when I started feeling into what's outside of the structure, I started feeling into my fears. And like the biggest one that taught me where I needed to go was, like Amanda said, if, if I'm on a date, empowered fucking goddesses that can fuck any man they want, they can fuck any woman they want, why the fuck are they gonna wanna be with me? I'm just a dude, I'm just sprout, like. And I was like, whoa, that's scary. Mm -hmm. Oh God, like, but I knew. And you're like, okay, well, that's where I got to lean into. Mm. Like, that's the deepest fear. Like, you're like triggering in a male body. You're triggering my manhood right there. Like, ooh, like that's a good place to go. Um, you're triggering my manhood, masculinity, and I look along my journey and like where people, where along the way because people don't get what I'm doing. They're, they're, I'm triggering them, they're projecting on me, like, I'm a male, I'm fucking women, all these things, but ultimately I know my deeper truth. I know what I'm doing, I don't know quite how to explain it to people, unless they resonate on my frequency. So I'm scaring them because I don't have any rules or agreements, but I ultimately know my deeper truth that I'm creating, I'm diving into sovereignty so that the goddess any goddess I'm with has complete freedom over their body and sanctity. And if they choose to be with me, then that's a gift. Mm. 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 So there's a lot, there's a lot that you just said there and one of the pieces that I think is really fundamental, and I and I this is maybe why we relate so well, is because if there's a space of fear, if there's a place that makes you say, "Oh shit, I don't want to go there," <laughs> it's like the ultimate answer to where it is you need to go. 
one of the things that I really appreciate, you know, is you, you diving into something and saying, okay, where are the shadows? Where are the shadows? Where is it not really, where's something that's not fully resonating? Where's something that's a little bit sticky? And how can I zoom in on that and be like, where can I shine a light on the shadows? And so this whole idea of um, open relationships. And for those people, I mean, a lot of people who are listening to this podcast probably already know what that means, but just for clarification on the audience, it means that you can have, you know, this polyamory. There's a bunch of, there's a whole pet spectrum of how you can open relate. You can have one partner and multiple lovers. You can have a primary and a secondary. You can have like two partners. There's just a huge spectrum. But the idea is that you're not in this monogamous I am with you and this is all that we're in and we're sealing this deal and you know we can't be or sleep or be attracted to other people in any way. Um, so Sprout, when you leaned into this, you leaned into this, this edge of, okay, well, if I can, you know, if I'm going to date empowered goddesses and that's one of the things that you also said and I think this is important for, for audience members also because I, I get men who message me and they're like, I want to date women like you. Like, I want to date, I see you and I see the way you radiate and, and they're like, what do I got to do, <laughs> you know? And first of all, it's get clear. It's get clear on who you want to be in relation with. But the second thing, and I'm curious for you, um, what gave you, if this was kind of a, a space of insecurity or a space of like, fuck, I got to... I gotta make sure I'm secure in myself so that I can achieve these goals and so that I can get what I want and I can, you know, meet the women and date and connect the way that I want to. What was it that gave you that that power? Like what what was it like, okay, this is what I gotta do, so I'm doing it. Um Yeah. Like when you when you say that I just feel into like At that point, I feel into my whole journey, and if I own the piece that began the journey was, quote unquote, mastering my sexuality. Mm -hmm. I had to to learn to learn my sex center and like what that ultimately means and what that does and what that creates in my own power. So that my power isn't reliant on somebody else. I'm like, this is my... And that, the overarching pieces that came afterwards are phenomenal because it just led me deeper into my emotional body, my vulnerability. So I had to build emotional resilience. Uh, I had to learn about vulnerability. I had to touch into the feminine, ultimately, mainly. Actually, like once I owned my sex center, I didn't have to prove my worth based on my sex. Mm. I knew my worth. Mm. Now I have to deflect women from my perspective women that wanted to use me for my sex Mm -hmm. now that's my issue Mm -hmm. before that i wasn't getting any sex (laughs) um so at this point where i was like fuck they're gonna be able to they they can fuck anybody like what am i gonna okay at the same at that same exact time as i was leaning into that fear i was embodying myself Mm -hmm. i was learning to dress sexy to feel good Mm -hmm. in my body Mm -hmm. And that was connecting with my feminine, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I was learning how to, like, I was learning how to use my sex center as a catalyst for growth, and it was all through the channel of consciousness. Mm-hmm. So they're all interconnected. Mm-hmm. 
but it they all had to come into play like I couldn't just be some sex quote unquote sex god or whatever that was just learning my sexuality was just quite imperative to feel empowered in my sex mm -hmm. um, once that worked I had to work on different layers um, one of the things that you we had talked about earlier which I think is, is probably really resonant for a lot of our, our audience here is when we were talking about how like we both once upon a time like we're really shy of pictures and like we didn't feel sexy and like you were talking about how you're like I didn't I didn't feel like attractive at all like I there were so many pieces of me that wasn't connected to the way I looked and you're like now look at me you know and like there's this piece that we both agreed that was similar in our own journeys which was this perspective shift of like okay like I'm ready to choose to be beautiful um or sexy or hot or whatever um, what was that like for you? Can you speak into that for a moment of just like, so for people who are listening who are like, yeah, well, you're this, because we get projected on all the time, you know, you're this like white cis male who has these tattoos and travels all over the world and dates empowered goddesses, like, pff, you, you, you don't know where I'm at, you know, like this is a projection and I get it too in a different way. So I'm curious for you, coming from where you are and coming from your background, I mean, I just learned the other day and I think this is important also, um, for people who come from different socioeconomic backgrounds that like you grew up moving around and in trailer parks so it's like people that have these projections on you don't know where you came from and not having these tools to help them get over their stories around I'm not sexy or I don't have the social class or whatever I'm curious like what you could provide for the audience who are maybe in that field of still in the victim story or the lack story of what you did in order to say like this is a shit story I'm gonna choose something different mm. so yeah I love that you bring in uh, my trailer park days um, yeah I grew up at a young age I was kidnapped by my mother and she's a little a little off her rockers but I love her and it led to a really troubled childhood. Um, not that I was making trouble, but it's just riddled with shit in my mind that didn't serve me at all. Um, but my mother gave me the gift that I could be anything I wanted. She didn't know how to feel, but I had to learn how to feel. And if I touch into the piece that allowed me to go through the change that I needed to go through, and I'm still going through, mm -hmm. is that I gave space for my feelings mm. and I did seemingly crazy things that didn't make sense to lean into my feelings that didn't seem to they didn't they were almost counterintuitive to safety like ooh that seems like a risk but seems really exciting seems like actually like where I need to go um, and at times I've leaned into things <laughs> yeah I've leaned into things that are just like so out of the norm I like I left my job as an electrician to hop in a motorhome to travel eventually co-creating an eco-village and I couldn't have imagined when I took off in that RV I was just gonna go to the mountains to snowboard with my girlfriend for the winter I couldn't have imagined I'd create an eco-village and then three years later have a 
huge experience with sustainable building, permaculture, all these things. I couldn't have imagined that when I started in this, I'm just going to leave my job. I just finished being an electrician. Like, let's just like, let's just leave. Don't really have much for savings, but like, it's time to go. Um, and if I look at the path of my career, I kept leaving. Like I would last a while and then I'd be like, Meh, and something would be like, yeah, but if I stay here and I make a bunch of money, no, no, I'm going to go this way. And I created an eco village and then I had to leave because I had no money. So then I leaned into my issue and I leaned into my feeling. My feeling was, I ain't got money, so I got to get money. So I went to the oil fields and made a shitload of money. Uh, I went to Iraq, was making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, and then there, even there, I was like, this isn't feeling good. I got to go somewhere else. But wait, wait, but if I stay here for another five years, like, then I'm set for life. Yeah, that's a yeah, narrative. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's not feeling, that's not feeling right. Yeah. So I'm going to lean out of this, uh, which led me to traveling around the world, hosting workshops on sexuality and intimacy and love into my soul's purpose, which gets me right here, right now with this beautiful goddess. So... It wasn't always in the knowing what I'm doing, but the allowing myself to feel and lean into those feelings that got me here. Mm. And that does not mean avoiding my fears. That means looking at my fears like a challenge, a piece of resistance in which are showing me the way. Mm. And any women I would have been with 10 years ago, nothing compared to, just in terms of empowerment, like night and day the experience and so it's typically that I kept leaning into the feeling leaning into the feeling like where do I actually want to move where do mm. I want to move I think this is important because it's for people who again like who want the ideal relationship or the ideal career or the ideal job it's so important like nobody's gonna just it's not the easy way <laughs> It is not the easy way. The easy way is to be like, oh, okay, you're great, I'm great, let's make let's like make babies, let's put a stamp on it, let's just get a normal job, let's work. Like that's the quote easy way and also the soul sucking way, right? But when it comes to these people who are traveling around the world, living the lives they love, having the relationships they desire, it didn't come because someone said, here's a how-to book <laughs> you know like yeah. it came because of feeling and I can relate so much in my own journey it was like there was every piece of me I'm like going down the path and it seems all good and maybe it seems stable financially and then I'm like something doesn't feel right about this like I'm gonna go to India you know or like I'm gonna go wherever it is and it was scary as fuck it didn't make any sense but same thing with relationships it was like I remember my first um, couple relationships that were anything that were substantial. They were, we talked about this before, they were monogamous and very controlling. And I remember like after the second time, like I, I was in a three year relationship and it was very controlling, He's a beautiful man, but like, wow, it just sucked my vitality and my empowerment out of me. And then somehow, like six months later, I get into another super controlling relationship. And what was interesting is both those men seemed very confident. You know those guys. Or women, maybe. They seem really confident. But underneath, they're just like hiding a bunch of their insecurities. And it doesn't take long before you figure that out. So I'm in another relationship. And I'm feeling really contracted and like very controlled. And 
I remember it was like in that moment that I was like, fuck this, never again. Like never again am I going to have a man control me or tell me what I can or cannot do or how I can or cannot move through the world. And so I can relate full heartedly on like where you were and who you were dating and your clarity that came from the contrast. Like in your, you know, you've mentioned in different podcasts that we've done before, um, your, your, your sex life and your nine year relationship was starting to stagnate and you're like, what the fuck is going on? I need to figure this out. And um, just leaning into those edges of stickiness and those edges of fear and those edges of the unknown. I mean, I can definitely say that I've kept diving into the unknown. Oop, there's fear there. Okay, I want to look at it. Oop, this, this is really sh- dark and scary and like, okay, let's dive into it. And it's those are the people who are paving the way and creating more light, right, for others to see what's possible and what's capable. And that's one of the reasons why, like, I love your character in general just knowing more about where you've come from and how you know you had like many of us will give excuses around our childhood or you know our daddy issues or our mommy issues or whatever like we all have them we all have different financial backgrounds and struggles and you know we all have our own you're it was funny because we were joking the other day and I'm like you're not this like six foot two sex god you know (laughs) and you fucking made your 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 essence and everything that you embody you've made it all you've you've taken this beautiful body that you've been gifted and you've been like okay like how can I choose to see myself as the being which I deep down know I am and how can I exude that in my radiance and my energy and my effort and that's what transforms us right it's not necessarily the physical body that we've been given in that makes the person beautiful because I know a lot of really beautiful women but they don't see or feel their beauty and so there's this energy this vitality this essence that's missing from them and they can be easily overlooked and I know a lot of other women who wouldn't be maybe this and men who wouldn't be the stereotypical beauty but you see them and you're like whoa there's something about that person they are magical and it all comes from this within, this deep, you know, inner knowing of how we can transform our reality, even our physicality, based upon our mental state and our vibration. So I want to touch in on that because that sparks a piece in me and I realize <laughs> I look at myself and it's so funny. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a smaller guy and maybe somewhat charismatic, quite the character from what I'm told. I don't see myself all the time, but I just look at it like once I learn to have this confidence, especially around my sexuality, I stopped you. There's a point in which I stopped utilizing it to get what I needed, or get what I wanted, or whatever game I was playing. I, was, I had to first realize what was happening, but then I was like, you know what? I know my worth. I don't need to do anything anymore. Mm. Um, and so, like energetically, I just pulled my sexuality away from the table just to let myself be in myself uh i I was sick of women wanting to i was sick of the dance that wasn't fully meeting my soul's purpose and getting sucked into this emotional experience with somebody uh that doesn't have emotional resilience and so as i'm sitting here and i'm like i'm not doing much and i i have a beautiful love i have loving relationships and i'm not looking for any, I'm not opposed to any. And 
as you speak about this confidence piece and this essence, um, and you spoke of these men that appear confident, mm -hmm. and energetically, what's very interesting from an unaware space, if the, the feminine is unaware of what's playing, mm -hmm. that confidence you see in me could look like the confidence in them, and actually they could see more, seem more confident than me. Mm -hmm. Because their energetic field might be, yeah, like yeah. it might be projecting more. Yeah, mine's here and it's loud. It's like you do. Uh, um, so I'm trying Tai Chi. Yeah, Qigong. Qigong, um, and it's just harnessing that power, as opposed to somebody that's just like trying to radiate that power yeah. uh, unconsciously to to suck in yeah. other beings. It's like the play in which I was looking at when I was paying attention to the pickup artist community and like what people are doing and it's like the unconscious feminine is mesmerized by this yeah, overt yeah. energetic field peacocking yeah, maybe yeah, and yeah. Uh, so I was shutting it down and yeah this piece is pretty important for people to be aware of like a lot of times when I see women that aren't typically uh, typically stereotypical, beautiful yeah. stereotypically beautiful but are radiating and I'm like damn you're sexy yeah. like you're doing it they aren't typically when it's women yeah they aren't doing it uh, to manipulate another. Yeah. yeah. They're like really like loving themselves. Yeah, yeah. And you can see that I think, you know, what I love that you just touched on here is just that you can see the more aware you become, the more aware you can see the shadows and, and, and what's really playing out. It's like I can see someone, whether male or female or anything in between, who is desperate for attention. And they're, they, that's all they're doing. Like there's so much lack within them that they're just like, who's going to give me attention? How can I, you know, peacock more in order to get? And it's so easy if you're in that same vibrational frequency to fall into that trap or lower than that. And so I think that this is the key piece for the audience to walk away with. It's like your vibrational frequency attracts that which you experience in the world around you. And so if you're wanting to date empowered fucking goddesses, you yourself need to honor your own empowered goddess whether you're a man or a woman or anything in between right it's like that means you need to show up you need to do the inner work you need to look at your shadows you need to look at all of your past relationships your friendships your experience your stories your victimhood and say okay where am i not showing up for myself where am i trying to get something from someone or something whether it's a job or a relationship or whatever outside myself that I'm not fulfilling within and that's where you can get help I mean we're doing a sex magic course like if you're wanting to be an empowered in your sexuality follow Sprout on Intimacy Unleashed look at a lot of the things that he's been doing ask him questions right in like like look at different podcasts you know you you've talked in many different episodes and things and sharings that we've had about the journey you've taken and all these different avenues to figure out your own sex to, you've done the work, you've read a ton of books, you've done a ton of workshops. So for any of our audience members who are listening and are feeling inspired or feeling this passion that is being ignited between Sprout and I as both having been on our own journeys in this world and now coming together and being like, damn, I see you making magic literally here. It's about you seeing that, feeling that, being inspired by that and doing what you need to do in order to stand up and get whatever it is that you're desiring take the classes, get the mentors, take the teachers, whatever it is you need. And so, um, anyways, we're about to go on a bus soon, uh, and 
this was just super impromptu, but this is what it's all about, right? It's about being present and dropping in and having powerful conversations that we can then share and spread with the rest of the world for people who are on their path and wanting to continue to expand and deepen their ability to achieve their ideal relationships and partners and sex and soul's purpose which is something that you and I both really connect on is the soul purpose and I believe that that's kind of what brought us here just a side note it's so funny because both of us were like wait what how are we here with each other because we're both like you know he's he's like she's American like what you know and I'm like he's Canadian and and we were in this tantric temple together and we I did both, we both like dating Europeans yeah yeah or other yeah Europeans primarily but yeah just like other ethnicities you know we're like American Canadian yeah yeah you know and like but yeah here we are um and it's really funny how that works because there's a resonance, there's this like vibrational resonance of soul purpose and sharing these messages. So yeah. I want to I want to thank Amanda as she speaks. I'm like, I'm just um, yeah, super appreciative of what she brings to the world. And I she was speaking about this frequency piece. It's like you can only see like you resonate with the frequency in which you're at. And here I am. Um, I'm following the relationship path of no agreements and no rules, no hierarchies. I'm not going to play these, like, for me, it's like these games of how, how we need to show up, uh, the safety. I'm not going to play these games. I'm just going to step out of all those boxes and see who shows up. And so who resonated in my field was Amanda. And I have other, I do have other lovers as well. And that piece to me is so intriguing. From a space of, I had let's say when I started open relationships 10 years ago, I had no clue then that I could actually get what I wanted. Mm, yeah, yeah. I just had to lean into the deepest fear yeah. and wait for people to show up yeah. and keep... Do your inner work. Do my inner while work. While you're waiting. Yeah, <laughs> honor my goddess, honor the tr my truth. Like the truth is, outside of all this shit that they talk about, outside of all this shit that they talk about is something greater. Mm-hmm. And so I want to encourage the audience to lean into your fears, trust your gut, trust your feminine. Mm. In order to date empowered fucking goddesses, honor, trust, and worship your own empowered fucking goddess. Mm -hmm. So good. Thank you. What a beautiful impromptu podcast. Looking forward for when it goes live. Thank you for being an empowered fucking goddess that's mm -hmm. able to meet me. And thank you for coming on to the show and for any of our audience members who are wanting to learn more about Sprout, his work, you can reach out to him at intimacyunleashed.com, intimacyunleashed on Instagram where we'll be doing, sharing a lot of our adventures here. And of course, you know where to find me um, also, write in if you're inspired by anything Sprout has to say. Send him an email. Send him a Facebook message. Hit him up on Instagram. We're always here to create conscious content to help you wherever you're at on your path and on your journey to becoming sexually empowered and soulfully ignited. So thank you so much. Thank you, Sprout. Thank you for having me. And I just want to plug in... Holland and oh, yeah. Switzerland, we are planning, 
we're going to be doing a couple three-day erotic prayer, sacred temples, two and a half days. Erotic prayer, sacred temple. If you're interested, please reach out. Yeah. I don't want to speak too much into it, but it's going to be a beautiful divine space of magic, creation, intention, and ritual. End of August, beginning of September. Dates Switz Switzerland, Holland. They're going to be deep, powerful, transformational. Bringing our vibration into the field. Sharing our tools and our wisdom. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, audience. We look forward to hearing your questions, your feedback, your comments. And if you haven't yet already done so, please leave us a review. Your reviews make this show be seen by more people. Thank you so much. And we'll speak to you soon. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content, and together we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.